0: This is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. A you already know this episode and every episode of Flourish Heavy is brought to you by Lifehouse, tonic and elixirs. Two locations in Los Angeles, one in Westfield, Century City Mall, and one on Sunset, BLVD. Uh, you can check out uh, lifehousetonics.com. And you can order their products. Uh, They they ship nationwide. If you're in Los Angeles, go check out one of their locations. Everybody knows I lost 90 pounds. And it wasn't just from doing planks and doing pull-ups and doing runyon every day. It was from ingesting probiotics and the healthy products. Over at motherfucking Lifehouse <laughs> You understand? Okay, wow Okay, wow Lifehouse, one time And welcome to episode 46 of Flourish Heavy You already know what the fuck going on Uh, Your boy is thriving You understand that? He's sprouting uh, A couple things I just want to mention real quick Before we start this episode I got some tour dates coming up in New York uh, And also too in Nashville I'm going to be joining uh, Andrew Santino Andrew Santino has shows out in Nashville at Zanies on the 8th and the 9th. I'm going to be doing guest spots on those shows. Going to visit my buddy Roger Saffold, who's actually been on the podcast. Uh, just signed a four-year, $44 million deal out in uh, Nashville for the Titans. So I'm going to do shows with Santino and then going to the game against the Chiefs on Sunday, which I'm really excited about. Then I'm flying to New York. I got shows on the 13th at New York Comedy Club and the 15th at New York Comedy Club. 13th at East Village. I got Andrew Schultz, myself, and a couple other very special guests, and that's at 10:15 at East Village location. And then on the Friday, uh, the 15th, I have Milena Vaintrup, Christina Hutchinson, myself, and a couple other people that are going to be popping in. Uh, it's going to be very, very much of a flourish, if I may say. Uh, and that's uh, what's coming up on my end. Uh, but I am currently, right now, joined in studio, aka my apartment, by one of the, uh, youngest, you know, thriving, successful a and men in, uh, the music business, currently, my boy- Yurt. <laughs> okay, comes in with a are Adam Small, my guy, Adam, thank you for being here. Pleasure to be here with the, the number one flourisher himself The number one thriver himself And it's funny how I met Adam Now we have a mutual friend Somebody who he's known and I've known for years Out of Detroit named Roger Goodman Who's an absolute legend Roger Goodman, uh, Royal House Recording uh, You know, Roger, when I came When I caught wind of Roger he's I, I was just enamored by who, who he was And, uh, you know, shout out to Roger Great Gatsby of sorts Yes, great Gatsby of Also, too, shout out to Brandon Goodman, who also manages Billy Eilish, both two brothers from Detroit in the music industry. How me and Adam came about and met is I was walking out of the solo house, which is what I use as my office, because I don't have an office space. I think I was taking a meeting, or I don't know what I was doing, and I was walking out, and there was this large man sitting on the couch in the lobby downstairs with a a royal blue Goyard computer bag. And I didn't say anything. I was walking out, and all I hear was, a one-time. It's the one-timer. And I turned around, and it's Adam. And at this point, Adam, <clears throat> you know, was a little bigger, and he, I don't think, had achieved the success that you have right now, Um But it's really beautiful to see how far you've come from that one moment, you know. uh, I always say one time, and time is always moving. And uh, for people who may know, um, you know, Adam is uh, big in the music industry, and that's now, you know. That's in 2019. But what we're going to talk about is all the, the journey leading up to that point. So, you know, Adam, at what point, did you move to, uh, you know, just for people who don't know, uh, Adam's involved with artists uh, and has developed artists like Sweetie, his main main artists. Uh, there's also a couple other artists that you may have heard of. That other girl that I met at Genghis Cohen, what's her name?
1: Nevaeh Jolie.
0: Nevaeh Jolie. Gino the Ghost. There's also yeah, that producer and artist, Gino the Ghost. Um, but tell me, what, was your journey to getting to this point? What point did you move from Detroit to come to Los Angeles to pursue your, your dreams in the music career?
1: So the first time I came to LA was in 2012. Okay. Um, I, was, I was at Butler University. In Indianapolis, small private school, great basketball team. Okay. You know, like most other Jewish kids, I, I chose where I applied based on March Madness
0: success. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. And I we respect to, that. We went to
1: two Final Fours, two championship that, games. I lost, know Butler. Lost I, both times, but <laughs> I was there to flourish. That, that's
0: because you went to the school, because you because you were looking for a W. They needed my mojo, You jinxed dude. it. You jinxed exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I
1: was looking for the W. And I was directing the finance out of high school. Okay. and
0: Did you graduate from Butler?
1: I did. Muscle's but tough. I didn't wow. graduate from finance school, okay, so I needed to graduate, and I could not pass you know business calculus and you know they expect me to be good at accounting because of my my heritage, but like most of you, that rather pay someone else to do it yeah
0: i'm no, I'm no good at um accounting and numbers right. although i'm I can work a calculator, which is all that matters
1: so when I switched to communications, so I could graduate, the original plan was to go to law school um but I needed an internship so <laughs> Funny enough, I was in class one day and I looked up like music internships in LA. Like, I just wanted to smoke weed, you know, and not, not be in the Midwest working in nine to five. And, you know, it came about that I ended up working for Snoop Dogg. Wow. And, and what year was this? 2012. This was when he was doing the reincarnated Snoop Lion.
0: And, oh, wow. Interesting time. So it was a time when Snoop was really going through a transition. Almost. Yeah. Okay. It was a really confusing time for your boy. Okay. So wait. Did you move back to Detroit after Butler, or did you move directly from Indiana to Los for Angeles? For two weeks,
1: I was allowed to come home. Two weeks passed, my dad threw me out of his house. Wow. So you moved to Los Angeles? I moved to L.A. To move for, to work with Snoop? No, that was the year before. Oh, okay. So the internship happened before my final year of school. Oh, I understand. Okay, so was it a summer internship? Summer internship, but it flew by, and you know it really showed me that you can have a career and... Do things that you enjoy, you know, not just counting money, not just doing insurance, but also. Yes, I keep going back to smoking weed, but like I was really into weed culture back
0: then. Yeah, uh, it's and hip hop. How old were you at this point? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh, so you're a young Jewish kid out of the Midwest coming to LA. Obviously, that's what a lot of people want to do when they're young and out of college. But what, what, what was Snoop? What did you? What was the, was the best story, story of from working with Snoop for a summer?
1: I think it was furnishing his ggn show <laughs> which if oh, you haven't yeah. seen it it's very much what we're doing It's a bit more of an al-qaeda setup you know a <laughs> lot of <Al-Q-> curtains <laughs> desk it looks like they could do a beheading at any time oh god but they're just smoking weed with guests you know okay. what i'm saying and you know they're all great people over there um shout out to ryan Ford, the head of creative he oh, okay well. Wow. um but yeah, I mean, Paris Hilton was coming through. Dom Kennedy was coming through. Love Dom, you know. And they just sit on the show. They smoke weed. They talk about shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that yes, was... he's had huge guests on that show. Huge, Larry huge. King. Yeah, um, I don't think Larry smoked on camera, but you know, I'm off sure camera he, he was <laughs> Off
0: camera he was doing dabs.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he was catching up on his nightly news. Yeah, you know. Um, but what was cool about that was when I worked there summer 2012, you know. Schoolboy Q had just dropped Habits and Contradictions. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar dropped Section 80. It was an interesting um, time for YG was getting popping. Dom Kennedy came through. That was my biggest biggest artist I was a fan of at, at the time. I love so Dom. So I got to see the West Coast Resurgence up front. J305. And-
0: Shout out J305. Shout out Nico G4. These are and- all like the dudes who I met at Rich Hilfiger's house. Of course. Who are Shout like out role- to Aaron Reed. Shout out to Aaron Reed. I saw him at Beverly Hills Hotel the other day. Great, very talented We kid. went to uh, Vegan Glory the other day. He put me on. Oh, okay, wow. The you know, Lori. let's go. Exactly.
1: Love that. We're going to get um, to the restaurants.
0: So yes. 2012, interesting time for music, interesting time for you in the sense that you're just finishing college, just doing this internship for Snoop. You move back to Detroit for two weeks. Then your dad kicks you out and you come right well, back to Los Angeles. Well, so
1: actually after the internship, I had to go back to Butler for one more
0: year. Oh, okay. So yeah, and one more year at Butler.
1: Thugged it out. Went home for two weeks, got thrown out of my parents' house, and came back out here and started interning again okay. at Universal Music Group Distribution, which okay. is their distribution wing, handles, you know, um, sweepstakes, fulfillment, and distribution for every label. So, Republic, Def Jam, Interscope, whatever. And Sorry. this is, like,
0: around 2014? 2013. 13, okay. 13. Yeah. So, you know, I was
1: in an intern closet. I was working in a place you know where they asked me what I wanted to do. I said I want to be a manager. I want to be an A and R, and they're all like, "Good luck with that." Mm-hmm. Working in their cubicles, you know, respect to all of them. I just it
0: showed me being in a label what it really was like,
1: and it's not what you think it's going to be. Yeah, it's not empire.
0: Okay? Well, it's not. It's not depending on the position that you have. At the, you know, I mean, people sometimes I feel like start off in those positions and then slowly work their way up over a ten or fifteen year period. Whereas you took a different route of. You know, finding artists yourself and developing them yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a funny period there where I got offered a job at a marketing company where I was posting Facebook statuses for Will I. Am and Britney Spears. And is this after the internship? This is, yeah, I quit the internship to get a job because my family was like, yo, yo you we need got, to make money. Yeah, absolutely. It was a $13 an hour job. I got my first paycheck and quit. I said, this is crazy. I put in like 50 hours a week for $800. Like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And I just started managing my own artists. And from there, you know, I met my now partner, who was who, my Max, mentor, Max, Max Goose. Goose.
0: So Max Goose is uh, someone who Adam introduced me to, who has had his hand in the music business for uh, what I would say almost thirty years. Thirty years, yeah. And he's developed artists such as i mean
1: adina howard was his first artist b2k signed and developed them did the whole you got served movement yeah um yg ty dollar signed dj mustard he worked with beyonce for eight years did her biggest records
0: i mean max goose is like an og in the music game also to a really fun Oh, he's the best fun guy nice guy you know uh so check out max goose an, an icon in the I, I don't want to call, maybe an icon. Uh, 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 Soon to be icon. Soon be icon.
1: He sold 100 million records. Yeah. He's through, already hit icon status. Yeah,
0: I, I, icon status. And this is your partner. Right. So how I did this start
1: I started interning for him in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, his son, Miles, and I interned together for Snoop Dogg. Okay, And I had no idea who Max was, what an A&R was. I didn't know anything. I literally just want I'm not kidding, I literally just wanted to be in a place where I could listen to hip-hop and
0: smoke pot. And get paid. And, and get paid. And, and live my music. life. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I, at this point, I'm like, I'm gonna go to California for like two years and like get out of my system and then go back and go to law school. Yep. That was the thought. Um, But you know they say weed's a gateway drug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well maybe no, it is for, no, for some people. I'm right? just kidding. No, but
1: it, you know what it was? It showed me that people from all different walks of life can be successful if they're passionate about what they do absolutely you know coming from detroit and you know my family everyone's a doctor or a lawyer that's really like pushed on you at an early age i'm sure there's for a lot of people very right, so Jewish families well yeah i mean they teach you that being a professional is the only way you can really make a substantial living otherwise you're going to be like working at a supermarket i absolutely. don't know absolutely not the truth but that's what they tell you to scare you into working hard and going to school um so you know one day i was at miles's house chilling and i met max And he asked me what I did. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to manage artists. You know, I I worked at the label for a second and really like it. He's like, come by the office and we'll see what you got. And uh, I chased him down for like two months after that. Good for you. You know, he really wanted to see that I could do it. I was sneaking into everyone's private showcases, like turning up everywhere. And that really just showed him that that's what I was really about.
0: Um, And then you had your own ends.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know i started with like social media doing whatever but like reaching out to people reaching out to people doing all that stuff and then who was your first artist my first artist that like worked or like just in general first like you know sweetie, what's, what's Sweet, the s- sweetie, sweetie was the first one that i developed from the ground up that we i mean now we have a number one record but well wow. you know before that it was a lot of trial and error you know you go through a hundred
0: artists to find one that works so, how many artists? It's interesting because people always look at an artist like maybe Sweetie or whoever the fuck it is, a comedian, a painter, and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Where did this come from? Little do they know, Sweetie's probably been grinding for however many years before she even met you. Then she's been grinding five years with you and Max. And then, it, you know, and then only two and a half of us. Wow. You know, it was quick for her. You know,
1: overnight success takes years. How, yeah, but what she, I spent the first five years, four and a half years of my career doing was learning the industry, like working for Snoop Dogg and working for an artist and understanding his marketing and how hard he hustles and then going to a label, understanding how labels are structured, how they work. It helps me push buttons inside labels and on the marketing side now. You know, through that, I worked for Too Short as an A&R coordinator um, and just establishing a killer network. You know, when people keep seeing you, you keep doing good work, people talk. For the longest time I kept telling myself, it's gonna pay off. It's gonna pay off. Keep working for free, keep doing your thing. And you know in this industry it's a lot of prove and show. It is. Or and show it, and prove, whatever the thing goes.
0: And I feel like you, you are someone who understands that it's not the a short term game. At all. It's a long term game. Even today, you even, know exactly. the man who does more than what he's paid for will soon be paid for more than what he does. And and uh to attest to that. I, you know, I've been in it 10 years and there was a point, you know, before Sweetie really popped off and when we met at Solo House where you and Max had some, were doing some managerial stuff for me, you know, and then you guys got busy and we kind of, you know,
1: (laughs) we had to thrive.
0: Yeah. You know, and I, which is completely understandable. And you guys also aren't comedy managers you know Not at all. And, and and so even you guys showing interest and coming to shows and taking meetings and we
1: care about genuine people exactly. I mean, we we firmly believe that you killed in the room and it's all it's all great but there was a point there where we were managing influencers and writers and tv people and music was kind of secondary because as man- that's where the money was coming Yeah, from. as managers you have to focus where the money is right and then when sweetie caught we diverted our whole attention to music mm-hmm. because you know
0: that's where your back. It's a is. lot.
1: Well, yeah. Well, not only that, but it's a. It's easier to have. It's never easy to be successful, but because it's it's, it's a force a habit. But when you're in a major building or a studio, you have the outlets. Coming from a startup, it's a totally different situation. You mm-hmm. really have to focus and put your energy where the client is, and as for the rest of our clients, they have to hustle to get to there, and we're there so to the help group. and maximize what they're doing.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a good piece of advice for any artist who's listening or manager. It's like, you know, you got to focus on where the money is. And two, as an artist, you have to build yourself up or create a hit or create opportunity for yourself in order to have managers, agents to push you. Like, I love ICM. They're incredible, you know. And but they're they're not gonna, they're not able to just sell a food show for me unless I bring them something. You know, and, and expand your network to get expand. who you need on the show. And and this show in New York that I started doing, which is a monthly registry now at New York Comedy Club, which is where I started ten years ago, that has new management and is one of the most popping clubs now in the city, wouldn't have happened unless I made some sacrifices and said I'm going to make this happen. So just know, like, and 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 it's not even fully happening for me. You know, like I'm still working towards. Well, that's because things.
1: success isn't a destination. That's it's not, not going to Paris. It's, that, it's, it's not. you wake up every day and you get after it, and you don't get it. Exactly. Count and if, your
0: blessings and talk your shit. And it's funny. It's funny because if you were to look at yourself now, five years ago, you'd say, whoa, I dropped weight. I've, I manage one of the biggest artists in the fucking rap game right now, and the rap industry is one of the biggest music genres out, and look at me. But in your present state, you're probably thinking to yourself, whoa, whoa, I've got I myself, all these new goals. Fuck this shit. Yeah, like, I've got all this new shit. You know, right? I, was,
1: I was at lunch at Sunset Tower, one of my favorite spots. Incredible spot. And uh, I was with my girl Chelsea, who's an A&R over at Columbia, and she just had a number one album with Polo G. Okay. And we were just sitting there, you know, shooting the shit. Can I
0: say shit on here? Of course. You can say fuck, shit, whatever you want, bro. Fuck, shit,
1: <laughs> bitch. Anyway, no, so we were chilling, and, you know, I respect her opinion a lot, and we just talked about life and how we're going through this, and... Here we are, I have a number one record. She's got a number one album. And we're seeing her actually complaining. <laughs> and we're like, if five years ago we were looking at us like as interns at like a beautiful place having lunch with all these accolades and we were complaining, we'd be like, What the fuck exactly. is going on? Well, like, it's, what are you complaining about?
0: It's important to stay uh, in the moment in the sense that it's important to cherish every moment, you know? And
1: that's been my focus lately. Like I was never someone to post on Instagram what I was doing and lately, you know, I've been speaking out a little bit about my journey
0: and um
1: the reception's been great yeah, you know of course. i posted something on on instagram the other day and i had you know 40 different people text me saying you know that was inspirational yeah of course because you know, it's for real sharing your journey because i came out here with no connections no labels jobs no handouts you know i didn't have my family like really supporting my vision and it took a lot it was a very isolating experience but you know now that you get a little bit of steam it's more or less like There's so much more to do because you understand what you can do.
0: Exactly, and I think that uh, it's a very beautiful story in the sense that you, for any artist or manager, someone who's going after something entrepreneurial, because it doesn't always just pertain to the entertainment business, is you got to push, you got to believe, you got to stay positive, you got to understand, you gotta you gotta be self aware and uh, and stay committed. To your goals and your vision because it's easy to become complacent or to think, to lose yourself when you have to be self-aware in the sense like, yo, you know, this is great. I need to respect where I've worked to get to this point. And I have these new goals, which are great, but I have to always be in the moment and cherishing things in the moment. Well, I think, I think that as an entrepreneur, you know. That's what being a one-timer is, though. You understand that? Things only happen motherfucking once. It's choosing
1: the path that's not beaten already. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, having some accolades or validation, all it did really was give me more security in the sense where being an entrepreneur is very scary. You don't know where your next check's coming from. You don't know, is this going to work out? Are people thinking I'm stupid? Like, why am I doing this? But the reality is, once you get it out of the mud, like I have now a few times, I'm not scared because I know I can do it again.
0: Exactly. People are afraid of failing and ultimately failing are failing is is are really important lessons. To learn from. We you all know? take L's. We all it's take L's, It's up dog. to you if
1: it's a loss or a lesson, my baby.
0: Been taking a lot of L's lately. <laughs>
1: smoking a lot of L's. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, L's, L's, L's. But, you know, if if there's one thing that I'll say, it's to keep pushing. And I think you have been, and that's why you're at where you're at now, which is kind of awesome. And this this interview is, like, epic. You I ready? mean, I love that
1: I'm sitting here in Heavy's apartment. I remember being in Heavy's apartment, you know, trying to figure it out exactly yeah, we were both trying to figure it out now it's just cool to see like what was that a year ago
0: a year or two ago a year or two ago yeah a year and a half to well, a lot remember of I brought, a remember when i
1: brought baron davis to your
0: uh yeah to my charity event, your and, charity Be- event. And, and baron davis actually donated 500 dollars to no get hungry which was beautiful it's great uh you know i think that ultimately it's it's sick because it's sick to see people grow Evolve, You know, time's always moving. In positive ways. In positive ways, of course. You know, people can evolve or go two different directions. But, you know, Adam was a big guy. He started to take much better care of himself. How much weight have you lost?
1: Probably around like 35 pounds right now.
0: There you go. And, you know, even though it's just 35 pounds, it's noticeable. And And it, it
1: it was just simple changes. Whenever I tried to take on the world, I would always do it really hard for like two weeks, and then I'd fall off. But as my boy Gino says... How am I supposed to eat healthy when I'm eating so damn good?
0: <laughs> true and I can understand that simultaneously as you're trying to lose weight, it's difficult because all this new money's coming in and it's like, well maybe I do want to go to Mr. Chow or wherever well, for it's also
1: I, my whole job is entertaining people it's
0: get drinks here, have dinner here. I think you know what to that note and to from my experience from losing 90 pounds, it ultimately always comes down to self-restraint because, you could work in a chocolate factory and still be jacked as long as you're not indulging in the chocolate every day. Absolutely, and you know, to to uh, to your success, I think that once everything's humming on both ends, which it's starting to, it's. Uh, the sky's the limit for for. I mean, my
1: hair already went Super Saiyan <laughs> <Yeah>. so
0: <laughs> he dyed his hair blonde he was, he was looking platinum like platinum blonde for, for plaque season for for plaque season and for uh, I'm really a humble guy Heavy just brings it out of <laughs> he's uh, he's a Detroit boy so he dyed it blonde Eminem style but um, on that note now that you do you know have all this new uh, fan success that you've worked so hard towards and even leading up to that I'm sure you were you know around the city eating well you know like the flourisher that you are what are some of the spots in Los Angeles that you frequent or go to now that you'd like to shout out that are incredible from a culinary perspective? Let's hear it. Sunset Tower. for I mean, shout out Sunset
1: Tower. I'm there yeah. three days a week for lunch. Yeah. You know, they bring me the the Arnold Palmer with the metal straw. I can never be mad at that.
0: Love that. Keep Give it chilly. Alignment. Keep yeah. it chilly. Um I really love John and Vinny's. John and Vinny's is an incredible. John and Vinny's has turned into like, I don't want to say McDonald's, but it is just it is such a staple in L.A. now. And funny enough, I, I'll, I'll just... i try to go because I can't get in. Well, just call me. I'll get your reservation. Oh. But that doesn't go for the listeners, obviously. Oh. <laughs> don't be DMing me shit. But I'll just say this. I went to Animal, which is their original restaurant they opened on Fairfax. For my first time since I'd filmed my show there, uh, my last sizzle, uh, absolutely incredible. If you get a chance to go to Animal... Go there. The burger off the menu is great. The prawns, the chicken oyster, uh, the beef carpaccio. You're supposed to be
1: eating moose and
0: shit, aren't you? No, right. no, no, like, no, 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 no. It's incredible. It's incredible. But isn't the goal to like, eat some weird shit animal? No. People, I think it's a misconstrued perception because they have a few things on the menu like sweetbreads or whatever. But it's really not. They have a lot of delicious just regular food, shrimp, chicken, beef. Well,
1: shout out to them. I love the guy. I love those guys restaurant tours. John
0: Vinny's, yeah.
1: Um, Genghis Cohen's, my Sunday night spot.
0: Love Genghis Cohen. If you get a chance to go there, I
1: run into you there all the time. All the time. Get it's the Sunday night Chinese.
0: Get the Queen's chicken with broccoli. The Shanghai noodles are great. The Mishu's good. The, sh- the don't sleep on the beef skewers either. Oh, beef skewers! Wow. Okay, never had those crispy, crispy. Okay, get them crispy. Um, when it comes to Korean barbecue.
1: Brothers Barbecue on Sixth Street. I know I, you're an Agassi guy.
0: I'm an Agassi guy. I'm a Parks guy. I'm also open to anything though. Quarters right. is great. Um,
1: um, I also I'm a big fan of this place downtown called Bavel.
0: Bavel, yes, absolutely, super fire. I actually really wanted to go there. My so, buddy Arjun goes there all the time. They got owner of Bodmash.
1: So Bodmash is also dope, but Incredible. My low key Uber eats Indian food is called Amer Dash.
0: Okay, on their desk, check it's it out. near USC. Okay.
1: Just super fire, super consistent. I was
0: just down there picking up this merch, my new merch. I love it. Yeah. You have, you, have right an, you
1: have an Adam Small size. I have a double special. XL. We'll see if we're there yet. I okay. don't know. I'm still 6'5, so I have yeah, the no, longest, you're a big guy. longest torso known to man. My name is more ironic now than ever. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Adam <laughs> um, Small. I also am a big fan of this burger spot. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's here. Five Guys.
0: Uh, you know what? Five Guys is an underrated establishment in the sense that no one else is serving peanuts. It's consistent. The amount of fries they give you, the seasoning, the burger. It is incredible. In-N-Out is overrated. In-N-Out's an L.A. staple. I don't want to shit on In-N-Out because it is incredible. It's open, It's just consistent. It's just oh. really good.
1: By the way, Dave's Hot Chicken, next level, and Rays, also fire, but not nearly worth the
0: wait. Okay, so I'll say this about Dave's Hot Chicken. Delicious, the chicken. They're really good chicken fingers. However, they it's not actually fried chicken. And they don't serve it on, they serve like, they serve a chicken finger on a hamburger bun.
1: What do you mean it's not fried chicken?
0: Like, it's not bone in fried chicken. It's chicken fingers. Chill out, Siri. Chill out, Siri. Wait, it's chicken fingers. It's yeah. not bone in fried chicken.
1: Everyone prefers
0: bone in. Bullshit. I well, this is a huge on a debate.
1: sandwich. Listen, it never on made, a
0: sandwich. Fine, it but it never I'm saying, made sense to me. No, 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 no. My, my beef with their sandwich is that they put it on a hot, uh, burger bun.
1: What do you want it on, bread?
0: It should be on like well, on a, nice a custom, like you know, more vertical, like you know. I like, feel
1: you. I mean, to me, I don't understand bone-in chicken like that. I get there's no really good wings in LA. There in are, my opinion.
0: there are, there are. Where? Um, okay, so there's a place that everybody needs to go to that's absolutely delicious, and it's called Ye Rustic Inn. It's on Hillhurst, I believe, or over there by, like, almost Los Felos. It's a fucking dive bar, but the wings are incredible. And there are random Korean spots and other spots that do have good wings, I but you really, a- so- you really have to sort it out.
1: I have a sleeper spot in Burbank. It's called Coral Cafe. It's okay. like a diner, and their wings are cracking.
0: Okay, fuck Yeah. Um, I don't know the Valley food as much as I do. But like I'll the say this. Jackson.
1: My issue with bone-in chicken goes back a ways, And it's because... <sighs> okay, that's, that's chicken. I that's know, what chicken is. I understand, but explain to me why I want bone in the chicken I'm eating with waffles. Okay, let me tell no, you. No, with waffles. Okay, let me, tell, it let me bone, tell you this why. would make way more Let sense. me tell you
0: why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because ultimately, chicken fingers are delicious, but they do not retain the same taste because there's a lot of flavor that comes off of the bone of any animal, so if you're going to be taking a perfect bite of something, unless you're obsessed with white chicken, it's going to be better if you take it off a piece of meat. something. If if, if it's going to be be- taste better if you take it off the like a piece of a of a thigh, you know, cut kind a of thigh with some skin and some chicken, and then put it on the waffle with a little Do maple syrup eat and hot duck sauce. Doug off the bone. I would, but like but I've used the flavor. It doesn't traditionally, lose it. It's traditionally served. I usually am. Yes, I would eat duck off the bone and I randomly eat it at a restaurant when it is served with the bone, but usually I'm eating it at a Chinese restaurant where it's served without the bone
1: and a nice little bun.
0: <laughs> okay, your argument. Like, I don't know. I don't understand your argument. You're I'm just, just like pressing you. You're just, I like, just feel like, I I'm, love duck. I'm
1: just pressing
0: you. <laughs> um, Adam, I'm so happy that you came through. Uh, I'm really interested and excited to hear about what's going to be happening the next time I have you on, which I'm not sure. done, are we? Well, I mean, it's been 30 minutes. It's usually just a 30-minute interview. Yeah. Wow. It's already, it's already flown by. Flew by. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got an incredible story, an inspiring one, some good advice for the people, uh, something that I think our listeners will appreciate. Uh, if you guys can, obviously, if you don't know Sweetie, you've been living under a fucking rock, check out Sweetie. Check That's out That's my type. Check out My Type, number one record in the country and in the world right now. Uh, also, to Gino the Ghost, uh, the third artist. What's that girl's name again?
1: Nevaeh Jolie. She just got signed to Def Jam. We're ne- releasing her music top
0: of the year. Mazel Tov. Jolie just got signed to Def Jam. And, of course, Adam Small. What's your handle? At Waslife. W- Was W-O-S-S-L-I-F-E. Of course, follow Waslife. Uh, check out um, Adam He's a really sweet guy who's worked hard to get to where he's at, and uh, I think this is a great interview. And I'm so excited to drop it on that motherfucking note. We flourish in thirty motherfucking minutes Fa on the la dot. La 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 la, flourish. Fa la re Ah, ha. One time you already know what the fuck going on. Flourish heavy, always. drive me crazy, ooh, ooh baby, my only lady. You know you drive
1: me crazy, ooh, ooh baby, my only lady. You know you drive me crazy, ooh, ooh baby, my only lady. You know you drive me.